Dark Cast Network. The light shines brightest on our indie podcasts. I know that we promise a lot and don't deliver on everything, but I feel like that's our job. If we get 30% delivered, yeah. we're doing pretty good. And, yeah. And, well, you know what? Most people figure out by the time they're 20 or 30, they figure out that that's the way life is. Yeah. A lot of lies and a few deliveries. We're going to give you a lot of lies, and you are just going to have to accept that we're liars. But there's one thing I promise you that we will never do. And that that, is lie to you. And that is put a date (laughs) on the apocalypse, okay? (laughs) We will never put a date on the apocalypse. July 13th, 2022. Oh, shoot. That's over. Never mind. It came and went, y'all. Those that are still here. We are all now living in the spirit world. We just think we're alive. Well, it was because of the wonderful things that you did between between the 11th and the 12th that the second coming didn't happen on the 13th. And those of you that didn't do anything wonderful, this is for the things that you're going to do. We believe in you. Yeah. And so does Ronaldo. I think I want to move somewhere out of state. Uh That's a sad thing to say. That is. The biggest reason is pollution. I don't like... I don't like the pollution. So you're going to New Jersey, right? Yeah. Yeah, New Jersey. No New pollution York. there. New yeah. York. Yeah, no, no pollution. No, I mean, but it's, you know, it's it's prevalent here. I think Utah has, like, this valley has one of the worst Yeah, but, you know, you don't have to country. live in this valley, you know. I'd like to go somewhere where there's more trees, you know. The very first of COVID, when it, when it came through, uh, when everybody stopped, it, like, everything shut down that first month that that happened. I could look out and see the other mountain on the other side of the valley, and I was like, wow, I've never seen it that crisp and that, like, I can, I've never seen it like that before. And it was, it was something to behold. It kind of, like, opened my eyes a little bit more. And then the smell that you get, like, if it, if it's, uh, if you get wet and you go outside, you pull in and you smell like that pollution. What was Callie thinking? I don't know. Okay, you haven't run this by. No, no, she's. We were talking about moving, but not about where. That's what we were deciding on and stuff. So Idaho is probably your best bet if you want trees. It's a nice place. Well, that's Idaho is close. You consider you're considering more east, right? I was thinking east. So what I've visited family in Alabama, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, we're in a drought right now. It is like a jungle." Anyway, that's my thoughts. The nice quote will not. Break apart, everyone, just so you know. Really? Nope. Never. Okay. <laughs> no one will ever leave the nice cult. Member for if life. You, if you are part of it, then you are branded. In fact, let's get a brand and brand everyone. <laughs> I thought we were getting matching tattoos. I thought we agreed. Okay. The nice cult tramp stamp. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Mom, I Joined a Cult, the only podcast about cults by an actual cult. Listen as we examine other cults, discuss what they did right and what they did wrong, and then build our own cult from the ground up. And now your hosts, Gunner, Nathan, and Thor. You guys, tonight's cult has it all. It has adventure. 
It has intrigue. It has a group in Russia that oh. meets secretly. It's Jimmy Hoffman. I have no idea. This, this is, is exciting. Actually, <clears throat> I don't know any of the cults. But it, is so it. is it from Russia? Though? Okay, we're going to talk about okay. it. And okay. So right now I want... I'm gonna. This is gonna play a game for all of these these <laughs> Chick, Chick Fil A sauces right here. It we better not be the John Birch Society. Chick Fil A sauces is oh, on the line. Okay. Are on the okay. line here. Okay. All right, and the person who guesses this this cult leader first wins. Okay. okay. And I think you've heard of heard of her. It's just her. All right. First public appearance in 1990. She's an inventor, a mechanic. A pilot, an adventurer. Amelia Earhart. She has light blue eyes. What does that mean to be an adventurer? I think you just like adventure. You go on adventures. Like, would you consider me an adventurer? Would you consider Tom Cruise an adventurer? Tom Cruise, yeah. Tom Cruise? All right. No, I don't know. I don't think so. I, uh, I'm i really bad with names, but I don't even know who you're talking okay. about. I can't even give you a name. She has light blue eyes. Uh-huh. She wears a lavender jumper. Dora the Explorer? Nope. Carmen Sandiego? Lives in a public park. <laughs> uh, she has sandy blonde hair. Pippi Longstocking? <laughs> she is the daughter of Giga Hackwrench. Uh, the Adams family. I, think, I don't think that we <laughs> okay. are going to get this. One. <laughs> She's the only female member of the Rescue Rangers. <laughs> oh, what is her name? Oh my goodness! She hangs out with a guy named Chip, Chip and, Dale. and Dale. Yeah, but what is her name? I forget. She's a chickmunk. Gadget Hackwrench. Okay, oh, okay. that's her name. Just so, yeah, Gadget Hackwrench. Okay, so so she obviously Gadget. isn't a chickmunk. She's a mouse. She's a no. She's a mouse. She's a mouse. Yeah, chipmunky mouse. mouse. It's I, I actually I can't tell. I do remember those. I, I do remember those cartoons. I'm gonna I, put her right. I just have a picture of her printed out here. But I'm gonna put her here so we can. Gadget. I am. I I am so intrigued okay, right now so. about what's going on. <clears throat> so the Rescue Rangers went for three seasons. So it aired here, and then it aired in Russia as well. Okay. And a lot of uh, older adults watched it when, okay. when it was there. It wasn't just marketed to children. And one of, or some of the fans got a kind of a fandom going online when the first part of, when the internet was just kind of beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they decided, because they really liked, they liked Rescue Rangers, but they really liked Gadget Hackwrench. And they decided to, well, they had a fandom, but they decided, well, why don't we make this a religion? So a guy named Nizhny Novograd. <laughs> Did you say Disney <laughs> Novograd? No, Nizhny. Nizhny, okay. N-I-Z-N-H-Y. Okay. All right. Um, is one of, was one of the admins of this group, and he decided, well, let's just form a religion and make Gadget Hackwrench. How the hell did you Our, find this one, Nathan? <laughs> this is a good one. Now, how serious is this religion? You know, it's it's hard to tell, but they posted... So, they have a website, and they posted... Last post was last year. Okay. So, I don't know how active it is. So, what can Gadget do for you? Well, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, so, 
they the actual cult name is Gadgetology. Okay. Gadgetology. And they use a concept from the occult called egregore. And what that is is if you believe in yeah. something It'll Strong manifest. enough, it will manifest exactly. So and money. If I believe in money, yeah, it will manifest. Or if I, if it, we get enough people uh, to pray to a deity, it will, it will exist. Exactly. And it's, I mean, kind of like if you want, if you read the secret, where that was like, yeah, the you believe that you have success, and you you take mm-hmm. actions towards that, you can make. That success manifest in your life. That's how I. Wo- that's how I lost three thousand dollars playing lottery I just, games. Uh. <laughs> the problem I have is that the people that preach this philosophy. I'm going on a tangent, Nathan. Sorry, okay. <laughs> we have to go through this. All right. The people that preach this philosophy are the only ones that are making money. The people that are following them, ninety nine percent of them are not making money and don't ever. Yeah. So their philosophy is, hey, I'm going to teach you something, and it's going to make me rich. So I know a guy that he was, I don't know, he wasn't a failure at business, like having his own business, but he wasn't that successful up until he became a life coach. And his his life coaching business and his business coaching whatever, um, is much more successful than him as a business person. His coaching has been more, much more successful. Really interesting. And now he's like pretty loaded. Yeah. But he, it took him his old business life not being that good and then him be- becoming a coach. So, I, And he teaches that manifesting your reality and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Weird. I guess he manifested it. Yeah. So sometimes it works, but yeah, not very often. Um. So they believe in um, unconditional faith um, and believing in Gadget Hackwrench. They call her Gadget the Lightbringer. And they meet on and offline. They celebrate her birthday. Um, every year they march with torches and Gadget Hackwrench icons. This is all in Russia. This is all in Russia. It's this group in this city. And they actually have they have other... It's all over the place now, but it was just in the city, and they would meet um, just a group of friends, and mm-hmm. um, they perform rites, they sing songs, they write poetry, and they dance all to worship Gadget Hackwrench. You should look her up. She's pretty cute for for a sure, cartoon she's adorable. mouse. If you're going to waste your uh, reality making power creating deities, why would you go with Gadget? Why would you go with a cartoon? Well, it, uh, it wouldn't matter. I, well, yeah, I, so. I, I'd go for someone like Superman or something like that, you know? Gadget's but cuter. Superman's a real person. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> Alright, so here are, there are actually three denominations if that's oh. true, the Santa Claus should exist, okay, guys? I don't, no, this is my, this is my thing. What does is, what is unconditional faith faith mean? If it doesn't matter. Yeah, you just believe. So you what? just believe in whatever, just believe in whatever. It doesn't matter. Didn't you help Tinkerbell fly again during Peter Pan? No, I didn't. With your unconditional faith that she no, was going to recover? I think, I think my mom, like... 
I think that her personality rubbed off on me in the way that like I didn't I don't ever remember believing Santa Claus not once in fact my friends were all telling me that was true and I was like no it's not true and they're trying to give me examples and I'm like well that was probably your dad taking the cookies and eating them I mean, like, logically. Yeah. yeah. Logically, who wears a belt and suspenders at the same time? I mean, he can't be real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, logically. logically. I've done it before, and I phased out of reality for a while. You phased out of <laughs> All right. There are three denominations of gadgetology. Okay. There's the traditional uh, denomination, which is that prayers and righteous deeds will help you achieve goodness and you can go to gadgetize which is the heaven okay. that they've that they have. i think they're using the gadget a little too much <laughs> well you know they're russians okay guys come on okay <laughs> maybe some of it's lost in translation this, i don't know this was all formed over several bottles of vodka you got it yeah vodka is definitely oh, involved yes definitely and do they pray to gadget they do yeah okay. But it, we don't know how serious. I mean, probably is. I'm sure it's not serious. It's just kind of like a group. It's just a fun thing. Kind of a parody religion. Uh-huh. Okay. Kind of like the flying spaghetti monster, or something oh, or like the that. the crab one that we did. The the order of the claw. The lobster. Yeah. The lobster yeah. one. Actually, I like. I think that I like this good. one better though. Actually, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I think I. This one, they put a little more thought into it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the next denomination is progressives, and they believe in moral growth, um, perfection of deeds and thoughts, and they believe in the the um, tenets of helping your neighbor, fight against evil, grow above yourself, and you can do these in order to fill the union between you and the goddess gadget. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I support this group. I, so far, it's so one far of it our nicer really ones. Really good. And then there's the apocalyptic gadgetology. Oh no! And these believe in faith and prophecy and revelation, and we are supposed to prepare ourselves to get ready for the second coming. And some people said that it's already happened because they did a a Rescue Rangers movie. Uh huh. And that was the second coming. That was the second coming. Well, maybe we need to get on Disney's case here and have it come out again. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, the new adventures of Rescue Rangers, yeah. Chip and Dale versus Donald Duck. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, DuckTales. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so here are some of the things they believe. Okay. Um, so the second coming of Gadget is imminent. It will, it will come and we're in the last days. Uh, there's a good and evil. Uh, Gadget is the good, and then Fat Cat is evil. <laughs> and you can go to Gadgetize, which is heaven, and then or Fat Cat Hell. Fat Cat Hell, huh? All right. Okay. So then um, the world of Gadget is a parallel universe. And if we believe in her enough, she can cross over to our universe and manifest herself. Mm-hmm. Um, they believe in uh, our world was created by Gadget's love for us. Uh-huh. Okay. And they believe in fanatic humility. <laughs> I don't know what that means. They were saying the cartoon is only a symbol of her 
in our universe. So oh, it's okay. like the fourth dimension interfering with our third dimension or something like that. It's like a, that's why this cartoon, yeah, this cartoon is just a symbol of her love. Mm-hmm. Um, they believe in the embodiment of ga- of Gadget. If you believe hard enough, you can have a vision of her, feel her presence, or have a visitation. Sounds good to me. And fanatic humility. <laughs> I don't even. I didn't do anything. I am not. Does it make sense? I am not great. Don't say anything good about me. <laughs> no, that's not being humility. That's no. Isn't that fanatic? I'm the most humble like... person here. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, Gadget's death will only come when we stop believing in her. And then they believe in Gadget's grace. She will bless those who believe in her abundance according to your goodness. Well, uh, I, I do have uh, something to interject here. Of all the rescue rangers, Gadget was the one who had uh, her head on her shoulders the best, yeah. if I recall correctly. She was awesome. It's been a while since I've seen it. Chip and Dale were just morons. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, and the crikey guy, there was like a big rat, I think. He fat, was was it that fat? Oh no, fat no, cat no. was the cat. Yeah, I think but I know you're talking about the. He was the one that flew the plane, right? She was a or she the pilot? No, she, she's she pilot. was the she was the mechanic. Yeah, but pilot, also a pilot yeah, and the pilot yeah. or something. I know you're talking about hacksaw or yeah, there was a guy with a mustache. Yeah, and, yeah I know uh, you're yeah, talking yeah. about. Uh-huh. Uh, you, you, if you would have warned us about it, we would have uh, got online I and tried to watch an episode or two. <laughs> okay, well, if you watch an episode, the one you need to watch is there's one that's at, that has a cult in it, and so there's a the cola cult, and so these um, these she wasn't she didn't really wasn't her her gadgets weren't working that well in this episode, and she was kind of feeling depressed. And then I, there, there was a. They went someplace and they found these followers. Uh, they were all dressed the same. They had kind of like Rajneesh kind of orange outfits, okay. and they were worshiping they this cola, like they baptized in the cola. <laughs> And one... <laughs> That's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh... It was wild. And they have to... She starts believing in it. And then they have to... Chip and Dale have to break her out of it and, and rescue her. I just... <laughs> That's so bizarre. My my brain is kind of like, just like, a little in disbelief about this. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's, that is... How big is this cult? It's just maybe a uh, hundred or so people okay. so okay not that big i went to their website it's in russian right? you can use google translate and go through and there's they have art there and they don't they have a rule not to depict gadget in tasteful any, in what's that tasteful art tasteful art only because yeah. she's a goddess of course yes and they don't. They wouldn't want you to. No, like sexualizing. No her. sexualizing. Oh, well, that's nice. Yes. Um, and then they and have the a best. bunch of. They have. There, there are some lectures online. I couldn't find them, but there's some lectures where one of their members is actually a, um, a philosopher, or mm-hmm. like a, re, a expert in religion, and so they he actually have has made up some of this theology and. Um, and then presented some lectures to the group. So, Nathan, when you said 
we should be horny for this one. We really shouldn't. <laughs> she is a goddess. It's up to you. What, what happens and in your mind? Not and a mouse. <laughs> the mouse is besides the point. <clears throat> okay, about three inches high. Yeah, I'll get that. And she's as big as your imagination. <laughs> so, how about the good, the bad, and the culty? <laughs> discuss what this week's cult did right and where they got it all wrong. You see, what is the good in this? this, So they have rituals, so they dance, they just do that once a year. Uh, I think they meet several times a year. I don't know if there's a formal, like, except for once a year where they meet at her birthday and dance and perform rites and poetry and that kind of stuff. You know, it's great when you can use your imagination. <laughs> okay. All right. I can't think of anything else. I'm sorry. Well, the good. The good? What they are you don't have about they, not sexualizing yeah. cartoons. Okay, there you have well, it. But also, I mean, how many cults are there out there that have, like, the? it's just an excuse for the leader to have sex with all of the members? and So many. Yeah. Or degrade people this at least has good intentions all the way through you're right it has there's there's some nice stuff uh trying to be trying to better yourself is always a good and thing and better thank the people you. help people around you like Th- thank that's you yeah. super yeah. good i was just hung up on a cartoon mouse that's all so i i'm off that now <laughs> yes you know it is a real person too sorry. but you if <laughs> what's easier to believe a cartoon mouse or xenu dropped people on this dropped uh evil people in volcanoes and then blew them up with with nuclear devices like in Scientology. Um this I think they're on the same level of like I um, of believability. So just the fact that they would be like, we're gonna put you into a volcano and then do nuclear Okay, you're right. And that's how we have that's why we're yeah, all... Yeah, they're probably on equal, yeah. equal playing grounds. Yeah. Just, yeah, just as easy to Thor, believe. what do you think? You no, know, you go for the Xenu? I, yeah, I'm going to go for Xenu, actually. Uh, well, I mean, just because... Just because... It's not a cartoon. Mice don't have hair like that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but in an alternate dimension... <laughs> Maybe anything's possible. Uh, yeah, I, it, there's, some nice, there's some nice moral aspects to that. Okay, how about the bad? The bad... It's a cartoon I w- character. I would have, if I was, as I say, again, if I was going to go and try and create a deity through thought, I would go with someone who's, like, powerful and can help people out instead of try and fix things that are almost falling apart. You know, I, in other words, like Superman, you know, someone who could uh, save hundreds of people's lives and... So she's not as powerful some, of a of yeah, an imaginary character as you'd exactly. like to have. Exactly. If you're going to waste your <clears throat> your mental energy on on creating a god, you should make a god. You know, so, someone who's more powerful than this. Yeah, Maybe so. that's part of her charm, though, is that she she makes mistakes and she can admit it. She kind of gets down on herself, but in the end, she pulls through and saves the day. And saves the day and saves those tiny critters 
but I want someone who will save people. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Superman. Okay? All right. He, even though I don't actually, he is a little bit bland. He is super truth. boring. He is a little super bit boring, boring, but that's okay. Uh, he's also super powerful. So yeah. Okay, so that's the bad. Any any other bad? That's only in Russia. That this that isn't is like an international. That's good. <laughs> is that good? Yes. I just no. I'm just like the, the ideals and everything. Because when you when you think of Russia, I mean, the media, the way it's always painted, coming from the 80s and the nine, you know, the 80s, 90s, you know, during that time, it was kind of like the Gun- Russian. Gunner was go- growing up during the Reagan era. Just, <clears throat> the Reagan era, but yeah. still, there was a lot against Russia. You know, it's Russia is bad and everything, and it just shows like, well, they're. I mean, they have great ideals. They have the same ideals that I have. The, well, for the most part. I don't worship cartoon characters. But help the people around you. You know, mm-hmm. make make things better and try to be humble. You know, you don't go around, I, at least in, in my book, I don't care to like go around and say I'm the best in the world. I sometimes do, though. Occasionally, but usually it's a joke. It's a joke. I got to yeah. tell you, on my experience, so I went, I've been to Russia, and um, I remember one morning, because you're... You fly there and your clock is, your internal clock is all off. So I woke up at like three in the morning, could not get back to sleep. I decided, well, I'm just going to walk from here, just walk around. And I got out there um, in Moscow and I start walking towards Red Square thinking, well, there's going to be guards and stuff. And I get there and there was no one at the gates to go into Red Square, but there were soldiers marching in there. And so I just kind of walk in like I know where I'm going and I walk over I think I had like a breakfast sandwich and a drink and um, I'm just watching the troops kind of march back and forth they're like guards I don't know if they're really troops and they have Lennon's tomb there and I I look around and no one's stopping me or anything so I just sit down on Lennon's tomb crack open a drink I'm eating my breakfast sandwich watching the guards in Red Square as the sun comes up (laughs) totally a cool experience, like yeah. watching it with St. Basil's, like the Onion Dome Cathedral uh-huh, yeah. on the right-hand side, and uh, it was totally cool. No one told you to get the heck out no of there. No one. I just, like, finished that up, threw it away, and then, yeah, walked out of there. It was it was pretty fun. Yeah. Pretty cool. Now, Nathan, do you remember being younger and actually having the fear of a nuclear war? Totally. I yeah. remember seeing the, uh, like, they would do marches like a with with warheads and tanks uh-huh. and everything right through red square right where i was they sitting would. yeah so this is after that was before the curtain fell and this mm-hmm. is after um totally different experiences i was yeah, yeah. totally afraid that there was going to be a nuclear bomb yeah. yeah unfortunately now it's veering back toward the uh the nuclear missiles it just seems going through red square yeah. of putin like, he just wants to be relevant again, you know? I, it, it's like he's back something, and it's falling apart, and he's like, he's doubling down and tripling down. Yeah. And quadrupling down. down. It's it's sad. Anyway. I think, I think what we need to do is we need to contact whoever is a member of this, if any of them speak English, and see if they will come on okay. and talk about I'll, their uh, cult. I'll contact them. Send out, send out an email to them, say... Okay. All right. How about the culty? And now we take from what we learned this week and build our own cult, one belief at a time. What can we take from this one? I have an idea, but I'm going to let you go first. What do you guys think? I'm still just 
I'm still just like. <laughs> I want to get your idea. Yeah. I think it would be kind of cool to do a poem about each cult leader that we cover. Every cult leader? Yeah. That's a lot of poems. That is. 60. Oh, we're, we're, we're at 63 or 68, something like that. I'm, it may take me a year to do one poem. Yeah. Okay, well. I, Nathan, I, we, we're going to give that one to you, okay? Right, well, no, but, I like the idea of making a poem, but for 60 poems is a lot. I think they're maybe more like limericks. Okay. You mean but, like there once was a... Yeah, there once was a mouse named Gadget <laughs> who... Didn't like to hack it. No. Oh, okay, well, what's another... Can you think of another thing you would take on from this one, from this cult? I mean, they have dancing, they have... We, we could have kind a, of the, the kind of helping people out. Yeah, how much humility are they supposed to have? Fanat- oh, fanat- fanatical, fanatical humility. humility. I think we should take that. Fanatical humility. <laughs> fanatical humility. <laughs> and maybe dance. A, a summer... Fanatical humility dance. Or how about a dance at, like, the... In the fall, we we still we've talked about uh, Ghost doing dance. a dance lesson before, haven't we? And but that kind of felt. I think weird. this is more of a free form kind of okay. like more of a, uh, like a this, feeling, like water, like water flowing through. I mean, the like leads. a. I'm thinking like a rave. Okay, a nice uh, cult rave. So more of a hands in the With air kind of. Maybe thing. not as much ecstasy. Okay, <laughs> as a regular rave. No, just but, has a little more fanatic. Humility. You guys dance with fanatic humility. Dance with humility. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We'll organize something and then and announce it. I do. I do. I think we should have uh, fanatic uh, humility. Uh, That should be one of the laws. But then we should uh, not actually define it. Well, yeah. (laughs) Just like (laughs) because your own definition (laughs) of what that really means. I agree with that completely. (laughs) All right, guys. Because that would be very presumptuous for us to to define to what define that really, what means. really yeah. means. Yeah. Make sure you dance fanatically and with humility. Yeah. It's, what does that even mean? All right. Would you rather? Would you rather? Cult edition. This is. <laughs> <laughs> this is. This is a game we're going to play. Would you rather? This is a game of Would You Rather, and we're going to. I thought I'd okay. sing my own song, my own intro. Sing, would you like to sing on a star? But no. I'm going to give you a Would You Rather, and then um, I need you to pick which one you would rather. Okay. All right. So, would you rather have Gadget Hack Wrench? Or Jessica Rabbit as a love interest. <laughs> you have to pick one of them. I know Gunnar always says neither, and he has something. I, I know. To say. I hate this. Uh, I, I say gadget because Jessica Rabbit, although maybe better looking, she was stacked. Her personality is just not the best. Yeah, I I would have to say Jessica Rabbit just because Gadget is like three inches tall and a mouse, oh, and Jessica is, but is so at normal size. In your imagination. <laughs> In mine, she's five foot four. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Okay. All right, also, next she list. only has one tooth. I mean, come on. That's so adorable. Okay. <laughs> would you rather sit next to Charles Manson or Warren Jeffs on a 10-hour flight? Charles Manson. Yeah. You would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. Would probably wouldn't shut up. I. You think so? 
I think if they get to patch you some, are they gonna give you some peanuts? <laughs> I can just see him like trying to get his grubby hands on your peanuts. I don't know. He's someone that I could laugh. I could laugh at probably more than Warren. Yeah, Jeffs. Warren Jeffs is kind Warren of Warren Jeffs is just creepy. Well, I mean, they're, they're both, creepy. both creepy. But Warren Jeffs just... I, I, I'm pretty sure that Warren Jeffs is really sanctimonious. Yeah. I, I have a feeling that he is... Self-righteous on everything. Oh, yeah. I you're right. And Charles is just crazy. What a piece yeah. of work. I can I, handle crazy more than I can as someone that's so self-righteous. I know. Which which could handle the sums better in a fight? You know, when you're just like Charles Manson, so, of course. Okay, well then I'll I'll take Warren Jeff. So, <laughs> are you just, planning on fighting him? <laughs> well, you know, if he bugs me too much, it's like, oh my heck, wham! <laughs> Shut up! All right, yeah. would you rather share a milkshake with Marshall Applewhite or David Koresh? Which one's David Koresh? David Koresh was the Branch Davidians we covered last week, and Marshall Applewhite is the Heaven's Gate guy. Oh, okay. With the crazy I'm look. trying to figure out what branch Davidians? Waco. That's Waco. what you had to say. Yeah. Waco. Okay. Um, I think I. You're sharing a milkshake. Marshall, Marshall same Apple straw. White. No, two different straws, but you're sharing the same milkshake. Mm-hmm. Marshall Applewhite, because I know that he wouldn't be attracted to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, no, actually, he. But uh, what he, he fought yeah, some yeah, sex. He, yeah. Well, but then maybe he would be attracted to me. He would be. I, I go with him, too, but just because. He he reminds me so much of my grandma. I'd like to I like to kind of see if I get the same kind of vibe from her uh, him talking uh, to uh, to him as I would her. And I, I'm somewhat interested with that one. So. Yeah, I would do David Koresh uh-huh. on that. Just I think he had, he had a lot a to say. Boy, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he could teach you a few guitar licks. Would you rather attend an eight-hour lecture by Keith Raniere or L. Ron Hubbard? Oh, shit. Eight hour lecture. The guy standing in front of you, L. Ron Hubbard L. Ron. with his Scientology uh-huh. or Keith Raniere with his next game. So, is it about those it's things? I would go L. Ron Hubbard too. And the reason why is because it'd be great ideas for books. <laughs> he, yeah, he was author in addition. So, he might, it, it, it might be about how writing or something like that. He might, he might have some pearls that. He was supposedly a really good storyteller as well. So, yeah. he had lots of good stories in there. And yeah. Keith Raniere would just be talking, I don't know. Talking it's, himself up. He yeah, was more I self-involved. Did, it was more, so, so, L. Ron Hubbard was more storytelling driven. And Keith Raniere is more like, well, I did this. Yeah. Or I'm this. Yeah. I, in, they're, they both be kind of manning. I, I, because I don't actually don't like... Ron Hubbard's stories. Yeah. I don't. They're they're just they're too one dimensional to me. Yeah, uh-huh, they Seems are. Flat. They are. But it'd be interesting. Now, if you ask me, who would you rather play volleyball against? <laughs> well, Keith Raniere <laughs> might be a different story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why would he pick volleyball out of all sports? He's kind of a shorter guy. I would totally spike the ball into him. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Boom. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. All right. That, that was there. That was our. Ep- is there a closing jingle? Would you rather? Would you rather? Cult edition. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we hope you had fun with us as we explored this week's cult. Join our adventure next week as we continue to build our cult one belief at a time. Until then, if you're going to join a cult, join the nice cult. <laughs> 
You know, if Radio Inc. can influence older people to uh, do things. What case is this? Uh, we were in debate class. Oh, for debate and class. And, yeah, we were, it was some kind of... It, it, the, yeah, the, the topic they were supposed to do was, like, how to help el- the elderly population. Uh, and so, Nathan and I, we came up with a with complete, we decided to go completely off the beaten path. And we decided that the best way to do it would be to create a radio uh, program that would talk about, you know, how to get Social Security and how to help with hemorrhoids and whatever, you know, all these things that uh, might affect that population. So basically kind of a a talk radio kind of show. That you couldn't turn off. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's a brilliant idea, though, to have it just for a radio station, because that's what they do. They just listen to it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. know. We invented podcasting in we, high school we probably, in the 1988. It went over like a ton of bricks there. It, it just, no one took it seriously except for one person who, uh, one of the judges that, it was you and Finn, you presented to a judge that was, um, she was she was in her radio program uh, of her, the, the high school or the college, and so she knew what you guys were talking about, and she totally gave you the win because it was like, oh, this is such a great idea, but no one else, you know, took it seriously. And, of course, you couldn't defend against because the the thing with policy debate is you have all these quotes on on what people say, and no one had quotes on radio programs. <laughs> you so, kind of anticipate the needs, and ours was so off the wall off and the wall. bizarre. But it... I, I actually think it's, it was a brilliant idea, but anyway. That is brilliant. You guys are brilliant. Yeah. I always find, like, when you go off the beaten path like that, it's either super, super brilliant or you fail miserably. Mm-hmm. Well, we failed miserably we oh, quite a bit, but it was fun. No, I, it I've, was I've, fun. I've done it both ways. We did it more because we were just having a good time, so yeah. more than anything, because, you know, obviously we weren't going to win, especially, yeah. It was it was almost cheating because no one it, it was so far out of left field. And then we did make up a bunch of the quotes. We don't say that. Oh, we weren't going to say that. On, okay. <laughs> this is <laughs> We don't admit to that. <laughs> what Dr. I will Donald admit to. Bjornsson. <laughs> yeah, we got our our dad who is a, has a PhD to say a lot of things, and we quoted him. <laughs> of course, his PhD is in. Is in Finnish and Uralic studies and uh, not in radio broadcasting, but he does have a PhD. So,